All right, guys, so welcome back to the channel. HUD, FHA, foreclosure avoidance is what we're talking about today. They mm -hmm. got some major announcements that happened. Um, what's today, the 9th or the 10th? What's today? I don't even know what today is. The 10th, sir. Today's the 10th. Come so, on now. So this article came out two days ago, and no one's talking about this right now. I don't know now. why. Because they're not us, Jordana. Okay. Well, welcome right. back to the channel. This is Matt Garland, MLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Make sure you guys like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, new videos every day. And, oh, that's a new one. Took's got a new lower third. It says subscribe to MG the Mortgage Guy showing it. I've never seen that before. It's been there. That's been there since. since <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 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 Oh, damn. I'm just now paying attention to that. So make sure you guys uh, go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to audio and download us. MG the Mortgage Guy show on audio. All right. Um, MGbookstore.com. Let's talk about this. First of all, I'm having a webinar next week and this is for real estate professionals okay shout out to all my real estate professionals loan officers realtors wholesalers drop some gems in the comments going to teach you guys how to make an extra 100k this year 2023 it's a two-day webinar we're talking about how to work with investors both here in the u.s and foreign investors we're talking real estate financing social media branding marketing the whole nine yards VIP Q&A. So make sure you guys go to mgbookstore.com and get your tickets. Limited seated is available. I'm actually about to put the the link in the live chat and I'm going to pin it in the live chat right now. So yeah, that's what we got going on. That's February 15th and 16th, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The 15th is a free day. So you, if you don't want to pay, for the VIP, you don't have to. You can attend for free. Okay? You just don't get access to the content. You got to watch it live or upgrade when you're there. And you'll see how great the information is. All right? So the link, I've just put it in the live chat right now. Go to mgbookstore.com. Get your tickets for the Real Estate Professionals webinar. All right. Let's get to today's topic. Jordana. I'm ready. Let's go. We got Jordana. Ready. We got Tooks. Let me see you. We got your lower thirds. Let's go to Jordana. Well, I don't got a bell, though. That's fine, though. No, that's for the subscribe. Uh, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't got a bell. He got, you <laughs> know, you, sound. You got, you, got, you got your Jordana Hemingway come up. Yeah, okay. Tooks producer. is the best. It should say producer extraordinaire. I love this nickname <laughs> that you gave me. Right. I like it. And then we got Tooks production here. Uh, Garland Media is in full effect. I know you guys missed us for the past two days. But we had to take a kind of a break. But we've been putting out some good content mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, since we've been going for going live. But this is the third time we went live this week, though, right? Mm, or the second? So. The second? It's still hard to keep second, up. Second, yeah, I don't know. Second time. Well, we try to go three times a week. Well, we went twice this week. It's better than nothing. All right, let's get started, Jordana. Tooks, bring up the article. All right, guys. So here, I mean, when you sent this to me, I was like, wait a minute now. Because you always talk about this stuff, right? So HUD secretary announces major milestone of assisting nearly 2 million homeowners stay in their homes. That's the headline. Um, today, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, Secretary Marsha L. Fudge, announced thanks to Federal Housing Administration programs approximately 2 million homeowners with FHA mortgages. Whoa, slow down, girl. Slow down. Well, you, yeah, keep you're up. reading mad fast. <laughs> Hurry up. We're able to stay in their homes from the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in March 2020. 
through December, Dece- December 2022, when doing so was often a matter of life and death, right? During this period of time amid the pandemic, FHA borrowers whose ability to make their mortgage payments was impaired by the pandemic were able to obtain either a COVID-19 forbearance or more permanent solutions such as loan modification that allowed them to avoid foreclosure. I'm going to stop right there because you always talk about this. Okay. I remember you were like, oh, well, it's not going to be these houses on sale no more. So I found that very interesting. Mm-hmm. We're going to scroll down a little bit. Based on the effectiveness of these options, FHA announced last week that the COVID-19 toolkit has been extended to help all eligible borrowers who are struggling to avoid foreclosure, regardless of the reason for their hardship. These tools will be available for that at least the next 18 months, which means to me, Mm-hmm. It's still going to happen, right? Is that is that what we translate into? It's still going to like, they're still going to try to help people. They're not stopping the, the gates right now. No, they're, right? Help, they're helping people they're for helping the next 18 months. And what wild. do you think is going to happen after that? They're going to extend it again, right? They're going to extend it again. Um, although the pandemic has ended, the um, economic effects will remain a challenge for the foreseeable future, says HUD Secretary Marsha L. Fudge. These impactful and effective foreclosure prevention tools will help struggling borrowers find the right option to help them get back on their feet and keep them in their homes. These tools have been so successful already, which is why FHA works um, to enhance them even further to include more borrowers. So there's going to be basically like a people have the option to help, to get the help if they need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm going to scroll down a little bit. I'm going to go down to in the last two years. Okay. In the last two years, FHA has helped more than 1,845,000 mortgage holders enter into agreement with their mortgage servicer to have their mortgage payments paused or reduced due to COVID-19. Additionally, 1.2 million, most of those who um, obtained the help after forbearance, were able to resume payment and put any... Um, Arrears. Arrears. Okay, there we go. (laughs) At the end of their mortgage or obtain a loan modification that reduced their payment to avoid foreclosure. Currently, there are another 58,000 borrowers working with their servicer to finalize an option to avoid foreclosure. For borrowers of color specifically, FHA helped more than about 800,000 individuals and families of color um, through forbearance and almost 550,000 through a loss mitigation option. I mean... When I read that, because you had sent it to me, I was like, and I saw it buzzing, and I was just like, wait a minute. So there's not going to really be, you know, everybody was talking like, yeah, I'm just going to wait to get my house when everybody lose theirs. And I remember what you said. I don't know if y'all see Matt's jacket, but Matt's been really like on his holy vibe today. We were playing Marvin Sapp earlier, and you mentioned something a while back, like, why do you want people to lose their homes? Why do you want people to like be struggling? Why do you want that? Why are you praying for? Why are you praying for somebody else's downfall? And here you are, because you know God, because <laughs> God. I'm trying to tell right? you, you know, because now the help is there. So, what's your hot take on this? My hot take is this: like I've always been saying, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. because what you're waiting for may never happen. At the end of the day, look, COVID nineteen was unprecedented. We no one expected, no one going into 2019, including everybody in this room, thought there was going to be a such thing as COVID, mm-hmm. right? And the world was going to shut down at some point. Hell, I remember me and Tooks, we was at some restaurant with Troy and Brandon and everybody before they, like, the last day we could go outside, we was outside. And the next day they shut the whole thing down. Well, I did. I, I knew. I, well, you and you and yeah, that I world, knew. you and that I, news I, world. All my friends were like, "You, why are you going so hard?" So my friends like, they're like, 
I said, take the bank out, take your money out the banks. <laughs> my friends were like, Jordana, calm down. Like, I'm telling y'all, it's coming over here, coronavirus. I try to tell them. Well, I mean, because y'all, yeah. Emmy Award winning journalists well, and Because all we got to think stuff. about it. There was this one school, they started this uh, this very fancy private school where all the people who said they're, you know, people of powers, mm -hmm. they was out of school by like February. I said, oh, hold on. Something's happening. Something's happening. I had mad tomato sauce. Stay woke. But these were, <laughs> these were unprecedented times. Right, so but nobody expected. I didn't this expect to like this. No, for sure. But e even when that happened, I told people. I even went on the Breakfast Club, and I said the government will do everything in their power to bail out Americans this time. See, when the crash happened last time, they bailed out Wall Street. This time, I said they're not going to. And you can go to the Breakfast Club YouTube channel and watch that video for yourself. It's there. That was April, I believe, April of 2019. I did that interview on The Breakfast Club. Shout out to The Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. And I said, yo, they're going to do everything in their power to bail everybody out. And mm -hmm. I said on that same interview, mm -hmm. when they open up the floodgates again, when they let people go outside, it's going to be a frenzy because the market was already on fire. They paused it for a second. Mm -hmm. But I said, when they let people back out, it's going to go crazy. It's mm -hmm. going to be up and stuck. And look what happened. You were right. I, I know I'm right. Everything I said I was right. It. You know why? I hate it, but you're right. No, you're, I'm going to tell you why I'm mm -hmm. right and how I be knowing these things is because I lived through the Great Recession. Mm -hmm. I was in the business. I came in the business 2003. It's 2023 right now. That's 20, 20 years. years, ladies and gentlemen. So I started making young, and I was, what, 24? Mm -hmm. Going on 25 when I came in the business. So you had the gray suit? I had all types of suits. <laughs> I was suited and booted. <laughs> Watches, cars, houses. I was getting to this at a young age. I've been getting money for a very long time, but then I lost everything. I tell my story all the mm -hmm. time. And as I'm losing everything, I'm losing my mind at the same time because there was no social media like we have it today. Mm -hmm. So all I could watch is the news, which is doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching the, the foolery happened on the news, but I'm also in the industry, so I'm seeing on the back end the, the impact that the, the subprime market had, not only in the global market, but in the housing market, because I'm seeing banks that people never heard of that was our go-tos mm -hmm. going out of business left and right every single day. Like, mm -hmm. th this is nothing like that. Mm -hmm. And when you see the underlying factors of then and now, it's totally different. Like the government will foreclose. I mean, the banks were able to foreclose on you six months, eight months, 12 months. No problem. When President Obama came in office, they implemented all these new laws, regulations, the whole nine yards, because they had to put all these stop gaps in place to to never have that happen again. So once I started seeing now we coming out of that and all these new regulations, even from my industry, now you got to get licensed. Before, you didn't have to be licensed as a loan officer. Which is crazy. No, it's nuts. The fact that I didn't have, when I came into business, I wasn't licensed. No one was licensed. I mean, even to get your just the mortgage, done, you have to get licensed. Just the mortgage, <laughs> the more, whatever company you worked for was licensed. And you worked under the license or the sponsorship of them. Wild. So somebody could just put you on, but you know. One hundred percent. You just didn't have to have no felonies. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> That's it. And for the most part, even if you have felonies, we'll figure out a way to make it work. But the regulation came, and a lot of it was behind the underwriting guidelines and really enforcing them and foreclosure prevention. Because if you look, like Tooks, Tooks, uh, bring up the chart. Let's bring up the chart. Because if you look at 
if you look at the, and we've brought this chart up before, right? Mm -hmm. Look at the, the foreclosure levels from back in the day. Those foreclosure levels, and I'm not sure if you guys can see it, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a read it to you guys. 2008, 2.3 million foreclosures. 2009, 2.8 million foreclosures. 2010, 2.9 million foreclosures. 2011, 1.9 million. 2012, 1.8 million. 2013, 1.4 million. 2014, 1.1 million. 1.1 million in 15. Then 933,016. So you see the regulations and everything kicking in because now you start seeing as the years are going on past 20, 2011, you see it's going down drastically every single year up until even six, 17, 18, 19. Shit, 19, it was less than a half a million foreclosures mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that hit the marketplace. So even with people going through COVID-19 mm -hmm. and going through all those trials and tribulations that they had to go through, losing jobs, things of that nature, yo, the government said, we got you. Basically. Well, and even, that's what they're doing right now. Even in like this chart right here for 2022, between 2021, it was 151 and then it went up to 324, right? That's still a small gap. I know we get so annoyed with people be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my foreclosure. And it's just like, well, you're not going to, you know, there's nothing going to be like 2010 again. I mean, Lord willing, right? You know, Correct. but $2.9 million. Yeah. I mean, 2.9 million homes. Of course, you could just try to find a little house for the low. But it's going to, it's already so competitive right you talk about what we talked about on rants and gems this last week about china and different foreign um investors coming spending 6.1 billion dollars buying up land then we talk about blackrock all the time right buying up land and basically making this country full of renters so for you to think that you're going to hit the marketplace and be able to get a foreclosure for the low when there's only really like you know 151,324 how is that possible well let's put it in perspective also that was a pause right the moratorium was really heavy in 2021 right so mm -hmm. there's not a lot of foreclosures that you see it spiked up it doubled up obviously it's going to double up now i'm not saying there's not going to be foreclosures i will be naive to say that that it's not going to be foreclosures there's definitely going to be foreclosures <clears throat> but when you think about 12 years ago 13 years ago the amount of inventory that was in the marketplace to cause a crash is because of all these foreclosures that hit the market on top of the regular resale market. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what FHA is basically saying to the world is we're not going to let that happen on our watch to our FHA insured borrowers. We would rather keep them in their homes. We would rather reduce their mortgage payments to dirt cheap put their back-end mortgages that they owe their arrears on the back-end of their loans and give them a dirt-cheap interest rate and try to make this as affordable as we possibly can. So kudos to FHA for getting it right, for extending it to try to help people. And they're saying this can help 2 million people stay in their homes. Mm -hmm. Like, FHA is traditionally one of the highest defaulted mortgages on, out there because of low credit score requirements and easier underwriting guidelines for people with lower credit scores. Mm -hmm. So to see FHA do something like this just shows you that conventional Fannie Freddie 
might follow as well. That's what I was going to ask you next. Like, what's your opinion? Cause they yeah, they, mi- gonna... they might follow as well because Fannie and Freddie don't want that on their books as well. Mm-hmm. Why, have all, why, have, why have all of these homes hit the market at one time? Mm-hmm. Why not keep people in their homes? Why don't we do That's some workout plans? We have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. Why not do it? This is the compassion capitalism that we were talking about mm-hmm. on Talk previous about on previous episodes. You got to have compassion for people and the people who prey on the downfall of others so they can gain. Sorry, you're gonna have to keep waiting and keep praying because at least for the next eighteen to twenty four months, especially with people who have FHA insured home loans, the government's trying to keep them in their houses. So my question to everybody is, what are you waiting for? Where's the crash? How is there going? First of all, how is there going to be a real estate crash if there's no foreclosures in the market? Well, I will say this. I mean, I hate when you're right. Tuke states when you're right. But you, most of the times you're right. And I remember watching. I'm actually always right. All right, you're dragging. I'm trying to give you your flowers. Relax. Okay, okay, let me, let me <laughs> I'm trying to give you your flowers, let me, right? Let me, like, let me shut up then. Let me you shut can't up give then. this guy his flowers, y'all. It's just like, okay. But, you know, when you talk about, I want to say a couple of years ago, like, what are you waiting for? I remember I was at my, like, dining room, and I was like, what am I waiting for? Like, these people are not smarter than me. They're not better than me. If some people have houses, why can't I, you know, figure it out? And when I tell you, I look around, and I'm like, I'm so glad I got my house. Because there's no way in today's world, I mean, obviously anything is possible, but it would have been much harder for me to try to get into the housing market now. Yeah, because you're thinking about it, it's still high price in Brooklyn. So crazy. And now rates are doubled. <laughs> so crazy. So it's like, so, crazy. so it's ridiculous. You would have still been renting. Absolutely. Or you would have you would have purchased something. Somewhere else, for sure. Somewhere else, and you wouldn't have the amount of equity that you have and increase your net worth. Yeah. And I know sometimes you always talk about, like, you know, if you can't, Kiana's big on this, so if you can't afford where you are, Brooklyn's mm-hmm. one of the highest places, you know, maybe you go to uh, Philly, maybe you go to Baltimore, maybe you go to, you know, Cincinnati is all, like, my cousin just bought a property in Cincinnati, and it's, I get it, but who really wants to be a landlord out of state? That's, like, a different type of... Well, you gotta be, you gotta be cut from a different cloth yeah, to, and I, to be a landlord, period. I ain't cut from that cloth. <laughs> I know my, know my limits. That's me. Well... Again, that's another thing we talk on the channel. Stay in your lane. Right. So you know this your is lane. my lane right here. But this is very important information, especially so you, first of all, if you, have a, if you are struggling mm-hmm. and you have an FHA mortgage, you should definitely call your service provider, whoever you pay your mortgage to, to see how this new um, extension mm-hmm. can truly help you if you are struggling. I wish we had a number or something, a general number to give people, but just call your service and lender, whoever you pay your mortgage to and see if they can help you out if you are struggling. Because I personally think this is a home run. This is great news. This is going to help a lot of people. And um, that's what we want. We don't, I don't, I personally don't want to see a lot of foreclosures hit the market because that's families that's being impacted at the right. end of the day. And the one headline that, you know, for borrowers of color specifically, FHA helped over about like 800,000 individuals of families of color. I think that's big in our community. So now it's just like, we talk about the black, you know, home ownership gap, and this isn't the fix, but this is definitely stopping that from bleeding, you know what I mean, for keeping black families, keeping Latino families, you know, in their home, because at the end of the day, we have to do something about that number. So I think this is a really good program. I think that, um, yeah, it's up and stuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they said FHA helped 800,000 individuals and families of color through forbearance and almost another 550,000 through a loss mitigation option, right? I mean, that's huge. 
you know. And I mean, in total, in the past two years, they helped 1.8 million, almost 1.9 million mortgage holders into some sort of agreement with their mortgage. I think that's that's huge. You can't. And then they said another 1.2 million um, were able to resume payments and put the back end on their mortgage. So you think about that, too. They helped 1.8 million people in the past two years who had FHA mortgages and 1.2 million of them already back paying their mortgage. That gonna go nowhere. Like the inventory is already low, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what we always. I always talk about supply and demand. Supply and demand is extremely important when you're talking about the housing market and determining whether it's a buyer's market, a seller's market, or if something's going to crash. And if you look at the wild cowboy days when everything crashed, there was so much inventory and not enough demand out there. So obviously, if there's so much inventory, people are going to start walking away. They can't afford mm -hmm. And especially with these crazy mortgages, one-year fix, two-year fix. It's like balloon payments, all this other stuff that was going on. Of course, you're going to see that. Right now, you're not going to see that. You're not going to see a lot of inventory coming in. Inventory is already low. So now, here's another thing. The people who are waiting, if these people do hit the foreclosure blocks, do you think that you're going to be able to get these foreclosures? Hell no. How does that, yeah, that, like how does that work? <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Why is it? Because it goes through a process, mm -hmm. right? It has to go through auction and everything like that. Once it's foreclosed, it goes through auction. And then even before it gets there, sometimes banks will sit on their portfolio of foreclosures before they release it to the general public. Sometimes they're trying to look for investors to buy at bulk mm -hmm. before it hits the marketplace. And then the scraps get to the market and at that point you don't want that and then at that point even if you go into an auction or anything like that who you competing with now the caesars of the world who got freaking <laughs> who's like yeah let yeah, me you got you competing with the flipping new jerseys of the world who got tens of millions of dollars at his disposal that can go and start buying these things up cash if you think you are you're not going to be able to compete with the Caesars of the world the jamel kings of the world yeah they the, got their team the, on the, that the, the big ball of real estate people that are considered quote-unquote mom and pop compared to institutional mm -hmm. but these people have a lot of money and resources to go out here and buy at scale whereas the everyday traditional home buyer or home investor doesn't have that type of capital to even compete in those marketplaces all right so i want to be positive right we were, we were praying earlier <laughs> you know so what do you do what do you say to the newbie regular first like because I don't want to be doom and gloom. You always talk about you don't like the news being doom and gloom. So I'm not being doom and gloom. I'm just being real. <laughs> I, I'm not being doom and gloom. I'm serious. Tooks, what's your opinion? There has to be some way that people can answer. I just want to hear ask the question. What was the question? Like, what do you do? What do you tell people who are saying, okay, fine, I hear you. I smell the coffee. I'm, a, I'm here for it. What do I do now? How do I enter this marketplace if I'm competing with this? I'm competing with Caesars. I'm competing with China. China, you know, like <laughs> China. I would be with Flippin' NJ. Everybody, you know. So, what do you say? Go outside and run your play. What are you waiting for? I've been saying the same thing over and over and over again. Almost, I feel like it's becoming very repetitive. Yo, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. There are opportunities out there for everybody. You just have to learn the game and learn how to look. You have to work with the right real estate professionals, the right mortgage professionals. If you look into House Hack, you have all types of books and everything and this channel that can help you run your play properly. If you look into Burr, you know, do a rehab, 
You got 203Ks. You got hard money loans. You have all the tools and resources it's that's there. available for anyone who's watching this channel and watching us to go out here and buy real estate. You don't need to go out here and try to buy 100 doors. Go buy one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Start with one, right? Start with one building or one house. And then from there, get used to being an owner and paying bills because that's a culture shock. Every month, like this is a short month. Month is started, it's almost over. Then the bills coming right back, circling back. They spinning the block. I can't wait the, till March. March got five Fridays, right? I think. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm not from from from. Uh, I'm damn. If that, I hope that God it don't got five Fridays. Tooks, it got five Fridays, right, Tooks? <laughs> okay, you just killed my whole mood right now with that one. Like I am not looking forward to March or any month that has five Fridays because that means payroll is like. Three times. And I'm not for that. <laughs> He's so for real right now. <laughs> I'm so annoyed now. Okay, okay. Back. Let's back to the conversation. Yeah, you just blew my eyes. <laughs> but no, it's you, what you're saying is that it's real. Those bills come. So start with one house. I think that like when I got introduced and put on to earn your leisure, it was like this sense of urgency. Like you got to buy now. You got to buy now. You got to buy now. And I don't want that to be like what I'm preaching. I think, yeah, you should buy, but you got to be prepared i always talk about like the blueprint there was a couple chapters missing there was not a chapter about my sewer line i didn't see that in the book there was not a chapter about winter and winterizing your house like there was not a chapter on that that that's not the blueprint but the blueprint was not supposed to but, cover that but <laughs> what i think is really important just start off with one and just like see how you like doing one and i do feel like it's uh it's important and it feels good to say okay i own something you know, I, I do agree with you on that. Ownership, okay. ownership is key. 100%. Right? Ownership is key. 58% of the black community is renting. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, at the there's an opportunity for us to build wealth. And for those who want to landlord, it's an opportunity, especially if you're buying in predominantly black areas as an investor. So, you know, you're not going to have a shortage of tenants mm -hmm. because the majority of this community is renting. So there's an opportunity for everybody. You just got to know how to seize the opportunity. And look, procrastination is like masturbation. You're only effing yourself at the end of the day, so don't procrastinate. Why would you... Why would he say that? That's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true, though? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the producer came out in you? With, with, the, with the shirt. Look at his jacket. Look at I'm his just saying, jacket. so what, though? Yeah, it says, those who work their land will have an abundance of food. And and those who chase fantasies, you know, only end up effing themselves. Basically, <laughs> that's uh, from, that's, that was from the book of MG. Okay. Uh, there was something else before you. Another <laughs> 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 well, thing I want to touch on is house hacking. I think before I was so against it, like oh, you know, partnering up. I think in today's market, you have no choice. I think if you cannot do it, you have to do it with somebody. You have to. What? In terms of what? Like house that? hacking. Like in basically partnering up and saying, okay, maybe we going on together. I think sometimes as black people, we're like, oh, I'm not moving in with them. I'm not living with them. I was like that. I'm not going to lie. I'm still kind of like that. But I think I would have to eat some humble pie right now if mm -hmm. I want to get in today's market. Well, I Especially think, with news like this coming out. I think you should eat humble pie. <laughs> I think. So you're going to make more money having partnerships and forming relationships than you are as a solopreneur. Mm -hmm. That goes for investing, that goes for business, that goes for pretty much everything in life. The more you collaborate, the more opportunities are put in front of you and the more at-bats you get to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
Again, EYL, look at the jacket, right? EYL University, the biggest ever. Uh, go to EYLUniversity.com. This is a, a collaboration. Now it's powered by Recession Proof. A shout out to Marcus, M500. Mm -hmm. It's a collaboration to reach the ultimate goal, and that's to have a billion-dollar business, right? You see companies merge all the time. Mergers happen every day in corporate America. Mm -hmm. No one blinks an eye unless it's a big, big, gigantic merger. You know what I'm saying? But that happens. Why? So they can get further. Mm -hmm. So why are we not taking the same Approach. blueprint that's being laid out right in front of our eyes that comes on the news when it happens? It's the blueprint to success is big bank take little bank sometimes. And sometimes when a little bank comes in, it adds so much more to it. Or you have equal partners, two big banks, and you say, you know what, let's come together. That's, and, and, and that's the EYL University recession-proof model. You got two big platforms come together as one dynamic, gigantic platform and now just set the bar for the whole entire oh, marketplace. Oh, no, absolutely. So this is the way to go, especially if you don't have capital for investing, why not partner with the person who has the capital and you are the brains behind the operation? Everybody has something Everybody's to bringing equal value um, to the table. So, yeah, collaboration is key. Collaboration is greater than competition. No, for real. I mean, what you guys are doing over there is crazy. I was like, oh, we, him, what, him 500? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, again. <laughs> like, big news, breaking news. <laughs> again, recession proof, big brand. Mm -hmm. shout, again, shout out to Marcus. <clears throat> incredible staff, incredible organization, back in superb, right? EYL University, same thing. It made sense. It made both sense and sense mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to have that merger. We could have stand on our own. But not together, y'all. We, we, st we stood on our own for years. Now we're together. It's like, oh, the world is ours now. Mm -hmm. Now we take this thing super global and go to the next level. And when you drop ego... You know what I'm saying? You drop ego and you're not looking at, yo, how much money I can personally make. You look at, yo, what's better for the entire organization as a whole or the entire business? Yo, this makes sense. And look, anytime you do any type of partnership, collaboration, whatever it is, it's not easy at first. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of moving parts depending on how big your company is and the other person's company is or if you have this amount of money, they have this type of money. It's you got to get into your groove. But once you get into your groove, yo, the world is yours. I mean, the fact that it's um, black men doing it, too. You don't really see that a lot. So, yeah, you know, that's uh, that's trailblazing in itself, I think, you know. Well, sure. yeah, I mean, the EYL University is um, the biggest ever. But, you know, if you look at what the entire model of Earn Your Leisure has been from the very beginning, it's been collaboration. Mm hmm. Now, look at the guys at the Grammys, the Rock Nation brunch, mm -hmm. NFL, um, honors. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. They were there, yep. And next weekend, NBA All-Star, right? And so much more that's happening. That you can't talk about? Okay. No, I can't talk okay, about okay. it. Okay, okay. It's secret, so it's not, right? But that's collaboration. And sometimes you have to be able to say, you know what, we're going to push this forward. So if anybody's out here watching this, Take this as lessons, too, and apply it in your real life. So if you don't have the capital 
or you have half the capital, then partner up with someone who got the other half. Go buy a four family and one of y'all live as roommates or something in one of the units and house hack that way and start your house hacking journey. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different ways that you can do this. Even Tooks read a question, and I put that post out, where it was talking about black people don't want to be roommates and stuff like that. That post is going crazy right now. And I was like, yo, it's entitlement issues. Right? People yeah, got entitlement. Like that. You're right. People got ego. Um, and it's also generational, too. Like It's, it's deep-rooted. Mm -hmm. But I think at the surface level, it's a lot of sense of entitlement from people that I've spoken to over my 20-year career when they don't have it and they want to do this, but they're just like, no, I don't want to do this with this person or this person or that person because of whatever reasons that they have. Or, or they felt like, you know what, I deserve this. But no, you haven't worked hard enough to get this. Like, and it's a lot of that that I see too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. On that. Tooks. <laughs> Tooks quiet today, y'all. Yeah, he quiet That's today. That's not what to say. I mean... Basically that we're right, but don't say it out loud to yeah, him because he's going to drag it. He's going to drag it, you know? No, nah, I'm not going to drag nothing. I know when I'm right. I'm pretty much right all the time. So, you know, I, I try to give, give non-biased information and opinions to you guys and also to our audience. And I just speak it how I see it. I'm not, I'm an emotional dude, but when it comes to this, I'm not emotional. I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at the data and I'm looking at everything. And when it comes to foreclosures, when it comes to real estate, I've been spot on. Period. Because, yeah, because, yeah. because this is what I do. I love this. I eat, sleep, shit, real estate. So you love the game? I love the game. <laughs> I love the game. <laughs> That's a, I that's love a, the game, B. That's a full reference <laughs> if you guys didn't know. I love the game, B, like Mitch. Oh, God. I love the game, <laughs> man. You got to love, yo, that's another thing. You got to love what you're doing. Like, it's not easy doing anything in life. And it's and it makes it much harder when you don't love what you're doing every day. So if you hate going to your job every day, you better figure out a way to love that joint. Mm -hmm. You better figure out somewhere because you work better and you work harder when you love something that you're doing. Like, I don't look at this as work. Mm -hmm. I look at this as something that I'm really passionate about and I want to educate as much as I can. And I didn't even know I had this type of passion in me about education, like, and being an educator. Like, somebody said, put out a post referencing me in their post, and I was talking to her in the DMs, and she was like, yo, follow this influencer. And I gave some words to somebody on live, and she kind of it spoke to her. And this was like two, three weeks ago, and she just put the post up today. So it resonated with her that much that she made a video about it three weeks later. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that, some people might think of him as an influencer, but I look at him more as an educator. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm not an influencer in my mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a professor now. And professor that's, MG. Yeah, Professor MG. So I just want to educate at the highest level that I can give you guys great, valuable information. So that way you, it's easier for you to make decisions on real estate home buying or real estate investing. Period, point blank. Love it. And this is why I do webinars, too. So make sure y'all click that link in the live chat that's pinned, MG Bookstore. I'm having a webinar next week on 215 and 216 for real estate professionals, loan officers, realtors, um, wholesalers. Join. If you don't, if you're not a real estate professional, you're thinking about becoming a licensed professional, join the webinar. Day one is completely free. All right. 
And if you want to upgrade to the VIP day, which is going to be fire, next week on Monday, I'll announce who my guests are for the VIP day. Pay the upgrade. It's only 97 bucks. All right. So um, we got any questions in here? Yeah, I'm looking through. We don't really have any questions. Just yeah, everybody's, no agree questions. everybody's Somebody, agreeing with us. Somebody said their job sucks. No way to love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, no, 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 no. Your job don't suck. Look, did you get paid today? Today's Friday, correct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you get paid today? Who said their job suck? When was the last time you got paid? <laughs> Right, you got paid, so it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad if you got a check and you're able to pay your bills and buy some food today. Amen to that. See, that's where we got to start looking at the glass. That's a glass half empty type of mindset. I hate my job. No, that job paid you. No one forced you to go. <laughs> you know I mean, what I'm saying? Fine, you can find, there's other opportunities out there, though. There's a ton of other opportunities. Yeah, if you're complaining, just, I mean... Find another opportunity. Yeah, it's... But no one... For and that's another thing. No one forces you to go to work, man. <laughs> like, no one's putting a gun to anybody's head saying, please come to work. No one. <laughs> no, seriously. So when people say they hate their job, so don't go. I mean, I'm sure it's worse in other countries, though, too. Sure well, let's not even talk about other countries because when yeah. we was in the UK, that shit was crazy. Some yeah. of the stuff that we was experiencing and what they got to go through over there, and it's like, damn, we got it great over here. Like, yeah. again, entitlement. People over in the UK would love to live in America and have all these opportunities here in the land of the free. I know so many people we met over there, like, yo, I would love to live in America. This yeah. and the third. And they come in. Oh, no, they definitely coming. They're coming. There's a lot of people coming. Why do you think people, Mexico, they fight to get to America. Yeah. Like, literally, they fight. They, they, they sneak in here. They do everything they can to come to America. I went to a restaurant the other day for dinner, and it was some, like, people from Ghana, Nigeria, and they were like, yeah, we're investors. I'm in school. I have this. I'm like, oh, okay. The link for the webinar is mgbookstore.com, y'all. It's pinned in the live chat. It's pinned in the live chat. Um, but, you know, again everybody's looking to earn money. So if you hate your job, fire your job, get another one that you like, or start a, a business and bet on yourself. Like I met someone this week that was working in corporate America for like 15, 16 years. And they decided to fire their job because they started, it started becoming like repetitive to them. And they didn't want to do it no more. So they took all that 15, 16 years of experience in corporate America started their own business two years ago, still worked at Corporate America, used all that skill sets. Now they do business coaching and everything like that for corporations. The same thing she was doing inside of Corporate America, right? Now she just took it and she did a year doing both. Corporate and then her, her quote unquote at that time side business and then say, you know what? I'm a bet on myself. Mm -hmm. And been on her own for like, 15 months, 16 months right now, and has made more money betting on herself than she did working in a high-paying corporate job. Yeah. That's you got to bet on yourself. That's what Craig Livingston did when we had him on Rants and Jones. It's a fact. He was like, why? Why? I have all this knowledge. I have all this experience. I could do this myself. Yeah. So, he, he bet on himself. And now look. <laughs> now look. He's building <laughs> skyscrapers. But that's pretty much everybody you know what i'm saying like every like even look at me i'm a prime example when took started working with me i was knee deep in loans every single day laptops multiple screens 
Like I'm talking about three screens, laptop, bomb, 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 mortgages, pre-approval. Let's go. Da, 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 da. Everything was about a loan. Tooks on the film? No, Tooks, leave me alone. I need an hour. I will turn into five hours. Sorry, bro. I can't film today. Right? Because I'm knee deep in this. But then when I started getting into content, media, public speaking, I started saying, you know what? Let me set my systems up in the mortgage business so I can be free. So let me invest money into staff and people and systems so that way I can now be free mm-hmm. to bet on myself and do this thing because I, I found a new love. And it's still within my industry. And it's in your business. It's not like you like say, I want to become a chef. Do you know? No, like, not be, at all. It's still very... But I can because I can cook too. Oh, my and, when God. Gar- oh. and when Garland Gardens is done, Tooks, we're going to have a cooking show. I'm going to make a whole new channel for MG, the chef guy. And it's going to be cooking in my brand new kitchen. Hey, you don't want to smoke with me. Coming soon. You don't want to smoke with me or you definitely don't want to smoke with my mom. Please. I'm not worried about you or your mom. Okay. But I bet on myself. And then when when my my house is ready, I'm going to be MG the chef guy. And I'm going to bet on myself. I I just wanted the house to get ready. I'm happy for you. I'm happy we got permits clear. No, they poured concrete. They got things going up. It's it's, it's happening. It's happening. I I got video. But that's a story for another day. All right. What's going on in the comments? Anything positive? Uh, Just basically agree with us for sure, for sure. Yeah, somebody asked a question about the house. The house is paid off. I want to start buying investment properties. I was wondering, should I get a HELOC or just move out and put the house in the mo- in the mother of my child name and go do an FHA loan? Get a HELOC. Get a, get a HELOC and use that money to go invest. Okay. Um, somebody said... What was the question that? Oh, what well, happens to yeah. tenants? What happens to tenants that live in a multifamily property that's in the process of becoming foreclosed? The house gets foreclosed. The tenants have rights, depending on the state. So whoever buys the house will inherit tenants. And who? And if they obviously they're probably not paying. So when a new owner comes, they'll have to start paying or or go through an eviction process. Yeah, I mean, there's, I don't think there's any more questions. Well, I mean, we have a hard stop at 5 o'clock anyway, and it's 5 minutes to 5. So I guess if you guys have questions, you ask now. You ask now, or we out, because it's Friday. It's it's beautiful in New York, like 50-something degrees. And you're wearing a jacket. You're damn right, because it is New York, and it's going to be... 30 tonight. <laughs> right, right. Wrong. Like, it's not wrong. It, is, it is New York. I have a turtleneck. I'm like, like okay. it, I got a hoodie on too, and I got a butter soft leather on. Shout out to Mike B. You know, one of one. Um, I need but, that. I need a one of one. I need some more EYL merch. We heard it here. Well, guys. the one of ones is kind of costly. Okay, well. This yeah. is some butter soft, though. Yeah, so figure it out. Um, we hear it here. <laughs> I mean, you get a paycheck every day. <laughs> on, my five, on my five Friday months. Yeah. You, you you can get a paycheck and I can connect you with Mike Bean. He can get you some custom drip. All right. Or you can get the regular <laughs> the regular drip. The everyday assets over liabilities, which is I'm phenomenal. Not, I'm also. not regular. That Wait, is there's a fact. really there's really five Fridays in March, huh? Yeah. Let me see. Let me look. Nah, there's no way. I don't know. Somebody in the comments said there was. Well, block them. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. There is three, ten, seventeen, twenty-four, and thirty-one. Damn. Now you don't stress about it again. All right, I'm glad this video's over. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, so look, again, real estate professionals, we got a webinar coming, How to Make an Extra 100K in 2023. This is a two-day webinar for real estate professionals.
uh, February 15th and 16th. February 15th is completely free. Um, you do not have to pay to attend February 15th, but if you want lifetime access to the content and um, my bad, my phone, something happened. All right. So if you want lifetime, so, no, because people texting me and okay. it's, like, it's a lot going on. All right, all right. So if you want lifetime access to the content um, on a on a VIP day, I got special guests. Mm -hmm. Um, the free day is going to be good information. All my information is always good. But on a VIP day, it's going to be all my special guests. So if you want to have lifetime access to it, you get the ebooks of House Hackonomics. You don't get the physical books, but you get the ebooks of House Hackonomics and the Real Estate Investors Manifesto. Get a bunch of other cool stuff. Just click the link or go to mgbookstore.com. It's next week, February 15th and 16th. I know what? I'm going to put the link in the chat one more time again. Um, but I pinned it as well. Yeah, it's pinned. I saw that for sure. And sometimes people are like, oh, I don't see it. So I just put it in there right now. 6.6. .6. I don't know if it's a good rate or not. I don't know your situation. If you want to work with me and my team, we would love to help you. Book a consultation. The link is in the description of the video. Or you can go to applywithmg.com. We would love to help you. Someone earlier in the comments was talking about a rate lock. And they had to pay a rate lock extension. Um, yes, that is common. If your rate does expire or it's about to expire and you're not ready to close, you as the buyer will have to pay an extension fee to extend that rate for another 15 or 30 days. And if you don't close within that time frame, you have to pay another extension fee. So yes, that is common. It happens all the time. It's not, it should be disclosed to you upfront when you're locking in from your loan officer of them telling you, hey, if we don't close within X, Y, and Z a time, you will have to pay an extra X, Y, and Z amount of dollars to keep this interest rate well so why wouldn't somebody be able to close they don't have all the money so no so as many things that happens during a real estate transaction that can kind of delay a closing but what happens is sometimes loan officers will lock in a loan so when you when you when you get into contract you lock in your interest rate right okay. and when you lock in your interest rate you can lock it in for a certain period of time 15 days, 30 days, 45 days, 60 days, 90 days, and so forth. Is there a, is there a con or anything, any fees, additional fees? So the shorter the rate lock, the more advantageous the pricing is going to be for the borrower and the loan officer. So if we do a short-term lock, let's just say anything under 30 days, that's going to be the best price rate, right? Okay. So it, meaning it will be less fees, gotcha. right? Now, if you do a long-term 60 or 90 days, depending on a lender, like if it's a big box, big, big bank, they prefer 60 or 90-day locks, and they don't hit you for it because they know their process takes a little while longer. Okay. But if you're working with like a broker or mortgage company, we're trying to push it through because we can. We have that ability. So we like to do 30-day locks or 45-day at the max. So when you lock in right away, you're locking in for a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. So let's just say you're locking for 30 days. As soon as you hit that lock button, you're on a clock. So now if you don't close, let's just say you come up to day 28 and you got 30 days on your rate lock, but you know your loan ain't closing, your deal ain't closing for another 10 days. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, well, 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 well it'd be numerous reasons. It could be title issues, appraisal issues. It could be underwriting. It could be numerous different things. Is that on the, the person who's buying the house or the people who are in the process? It of... depends on whose fault it is. Okay. So let's just say you're buying a house and the seller issues. 
right? And your rate is about to expire. You can try to get the money from the seller to pay for your rate extension, but doesn't mean that they're going to pay it. They can say, screw you, right? right? If it's the lender's fault and everybody else is ready to close, but the yeah. lender's dragging their feet, then the lender can say, you know, we'll cover the rate extension because it's our fault. If it's the buyer's fault, it's the buyer's fault. But nine times out of 10, or eight times out of 10, I should say, the buyer's gonna have to pay for it. Oh, that sucks. It does. It is what it is. And this is why you need to understand when you're doing a rate lock, how long, how much time do you have? And you always have to pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. Mm -hmm. So even when you have a contract closing date, it says, yo, it's a 30-day contract close. We got to close in 30 days. And shit still happens. Yeah. What can prevent it? So if you lock in towards the, that date, like my team, no. If it's a 30-day close, 45-day lock. If it's a 45-day, 60-day lock. You see what I'm saying? Okay. We need enough time to go through this. If we're doing two or three Ks and stuff like that, automatically 60-day lock. Now, we're so nice, we might not even lock you in because I'm eyeing the market and I'll tell Ali, like, yo, this deal, don't lock it in yet. We might be able to get 20 basis points lower in the next couple of days because I see what's happening in the market. So chill. So now that gives us a few extra, but that's a gamble. Yeah, I'm going to say, what if, what if you uh, mess that up? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> the shit can go higher, and then I'm screwed. Because then now, if I promise somebody 6%, and now that went that thing bumped up to 65 because I said, wait, now I'm screwed. Now i got to be like, all right, how am I going to make this work for them? Or I'm going to just have to resell them at a different rate. So, again, that's strictly for live men, not for freshmen, for real, for real. <laughs> like, for real, for real. Because I've been burnt. By me doing what I just told you and like, oh, my God. And then now you got to play the market and you're waiting for the market to recover so you, so you can you're time stuck. and you get stuck. So this rate lock game is serious. And that's why you got to work with the right lender in order for you to really like be able to navigate. Now, some lenders would just say, you know what, we're we going to lock in and forget it. And honestly, I prefer that. Just let me lock you in. Call it a day. Because I know even if the market goes down an eighth, up an eighth, it's not going to really have a major impact on your deal yeah. from debt to income ratio or your payment. So I'd rather just lock you in. I don't have to think about you for the rest of the time you're in the loan and call it a day. When you start being like the gambler and start rolling that dice, baby, that market, she ain't friendly. Remember when the Fed meeting came out last week mm -hmm. and I told you I rates dropped to 5.99 the next day? Yeah. And then two days later, that jump was back up to six and a half. See, now if I was playing the market on my deals, yeah. uh, screwed. And it's still at like 6.375 somewhere right now. So if I'm calling somebody, yo, I'm going to get you like 5.8. 5 let's wait a week. I'd have screwed myself. Market going down. Let me, let's, let's wait. Let's not lock. No, that's why I would say, so it's timing is everything. And in order for you to time the market, you got to have a contract. You got to be in a deal. Because if you're not in a deal, you're not in a contract, who cares if the rates went down for three days? You, you can't lock in anyway. You just now getting pre-approved for the first time because you've been waiting for some Hail Mary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why you got to be in the game. So when these ebbs and flows happen, you're already in position to execute 
and take it to the next level. Love it. You understand, Tooks? No, I get, I get that. I understood everything. Didn't know that. I learned something. I, I had to learn something today. Look, um, somebody said facts. I had to pay a rate lock, and it was the builder's fault. It had nothing to do with me. Somebody said, oh, this is why my, must be why my lender hasn't let me know the percentage yet. That's a fact. Look, let me explain something to all of y'all. Y'all all doing yourself a tremendous disservice. I'm looking y'all dead in y'all face right now. Y'all doing yourselves a tremendous disservice by not working with me and my team. Like, what are y'all doing? Hello? You're sitting here learning from me. You should be working with me and my team. Apply with MG.com. Set up a consultation. If you're currently in the deal right now, set up a second opinion call. Send us your loan estimates. I guarantee you we're probably going to match it or beat it. And even if we match it, it doesn't matter. You want to work with us because you know we're going to have your best interest. Mm -hmm. So you might as well work from us. If you're sitting here on my YouTube every day learning, you're buying the webinars, you're attending these classes, you're coming to the EYL Expos, you're doing all this stuff. You need to just be working with me, too, at the same time. Garland Mortgage Group is here to serve in 21 states, Jordana. I, I can attest good quality, good customer service. Yeah, we got you a house. I got myself a house, but okay. We got you the funding, so we got you a house. <laughs> <laughs> we got you a house. You're welcome. <laughs> but you put yourself in a financial thank position. Thank you. Thank you. You put yourself in a financial position. I did the work. I executed. You did the work, and you executed, and we... Uh, led you to... <laughs> Don't say that shady. Wrap up. <laughs> no, we, we led you to the finish line. We was there every step of the way. You were, you were, for sure. I can attest to that. And she was in the audience. She said, I cursed her out on TV. You did, on StreamYard. I damn sure didn't. I don't remember that. We need to find that. Yeah. So let's <laughs> add it to the list of other things that we have to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. That's all I got. Um... Yeah, we got a hard stop at uh, at five, and it's five oh six. Okay, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, attend my webinar. I'm putting the link for mgbookstore.com. That's where you can get your tickets for my two day webinar. I just put it in the chat. It's also pinned. Attend the webinar. Day one is completely free. If you want both days and have access to the replay. It's going to cost you $97. It's well worth the investment. This webinar could honestly be about $1,000, but it's only $97. Reward yourself. Treat yourself. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. yourself. <laughs> educate, educate yourself. Knock on wood. All right. <laughs> any final words, Jordana? Hold on. My guy Mark is in here. Hey. Mark? Yeah. Uh, who, who? He, asked, he asked if there's any better loans in the FHA. Who's Mark? Uh, high school friend. Shout out to Mark. Um, is there any better loans I than FHA? FHA? I think what is he trying to do? Yeah, it depends. Tooks, educate him. Yeah, I can. I can educate. Yeah, him. well, you. We you, got a hard stop, also. Well, you can educate your friend real quick. Tell him, Tooks. How am I going to educate him? You said your friend Mark wants to know if about, there's any better loans, but you said it depends. It's, I don't know what he's trying to it's do. Case by so case. Ask him. Oh, well, I mean, but we have to go though. <laughs> but you can <laughs> ask him. Let's see if you've been retaining this knowledge. You've been learning. Okay. I guess we don't have a hard stop. Took <laughs> <laughs> show your knowledge, bro. I don't know what knowledge, but Well, I think obviously he has to do the research and he has to um Yeah, everybody's case situation is different. I like FHA cuz it's like a low, you know, low entry point. And this is me just not being a professional. This is just me as a consumer. I think it's much easier, for sure. That's just I'm 
Yeah. All right, so I'm going to say this. If you're looking to house hack and everything, FHA. FHA. If you're buying a single family, you have good credit, 5-10% down payment, conventional. If you're a veteran, VA. NACA, if you can go through the pain, especially so if you're house FHA. hacking. If it's first crib, FHA. That's what I if think. it's your first house and you only have 3.5 for down payment and your closing costs, then FHA. That's the best way to do it, to save, to keep, yeah, to keep put, some money in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. but you got to look at both scenarios, though, too. You got to look at what does conventional look like for me, what does FHA look like, and you got to compare. Yeah, because that PMI, people, people are scared of PMI, but it depends. You know. I mean, you're going to pay PMI both ways, but you have to look at what's the payments, what's the rates, what's the long-term, um, what do you call it? Uh, you got to do a uh, opportunity cost. Right, uh, mm-hmm. analysis, opportunity cost analysis, because everything is an opportunity. But what is it going to cost you, short term, long term? What's going to be more advantageous for your real estate goals? How long do you plan on living in this house? Do you plan on living in it for See, five? See, but that's years? why I said there's a lot of factors. So like, you kind of exactly. But I-, I wanted you to say what I was saying right now. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. What, exactly. I know it's a lot of factors, but I'm talking just general stuff now. Gotcha. So when I say that to you, I want you to speak your general knowledge. Because yeah, I don't like to speak on things I'm not 100 percent on. So but I'm you never know, do that. but you got to be confident on what you know. I'm confident in camera stuff. You gotta see a camera. Yo, yeah. what kind of camera you trying to buy, bro? I'll tell you right now. Yeah, <laughs> that is a fact because he just spent a whole bunch of money on this other camera. I still did this camera even get delivered yet, Tooks? Where's my? Where, where's the camera? It's been here. It's been here. Why we haven't used it yet? Because we only film twice this week. Well, I need to make commercials, so we need to start using this on Monday. Okay. Well, Jordana has a hard stop at five. It's five oh nine. So okay, ladies he had and gentlemen. A hard stop too, oh wait, me. hold on. Swole D gave he a super a chat. <laughs> Swole D. Why are you looking at me like? That? Hold on. Swole D with the super chat. We can't miss that. Shout out to you with the super chat. How can I get into your mentorship program? DM me at MG the Mortgage Guy, and I'll send you the link to join. It is not going to be cheap. <laughs> Why are you laughing for? No, because he's just trying to blame it on me. It's like he had a hard stop too. I, well, I, no, I'm not in like. I'm, sh- okay. You know, Either way, I mean, you have something to do. I'll so. fall on the sword again. That's the new that I'm gonna fall on the sword. I don't have a hard like a hard like stop. You know what I'm saying? Jordana does because she's now texting me, telling me shut the hell up, basically. <laughs> she's, been, she's been texting me for like the past ten minutes. Like, yo, what are you doing? I have to go. What are you doing? Uh, I was right. here on time, y'all. Just a full disclaimer. I was here on time. I was here at two forty. But you took like eight weeks off. They haven't seen you in three months. Yo, Matt calls me every morning. I talk to you then more than my. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's all good. <laughs> she loves it here, ladies and gentlemen. She loves it here. I do, y'all. All right. We out of here. We got to go. Hard stops. It's Friday. Be safe this weekend. We'll be back on Monday with another dope live. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot more we can talk about. Any final words, Tooks? Yeah, now, nah, Mark, pull up on Monday when we go live. Yeah. Um, Tuesday, I'm not. we're not going live because it's Valentine's Day and I got to take my girl. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> We'll not be here doing a live on Tuesday. Sorry, guys. Fuck Valentine's Day. We're going to be on here live. <laughs> Fuck that. If pre-recorded. I'm be, pre-recorded. If, well, if I'm going to be miserable on Valentine's Day, so are you, bro. Ooh. We got to work. Ooh. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I won't be here. Okay. I ain't got no damn Valentine. Oh. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going out with my daughters. They my Valentine. Yes, there we go. But I would rather be with a, a PYT, but I ain't got a Valentine. What a tragedy. Well, uh, I won't be here, so. Either way. What a tragedy. All right, I'm now really done. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Let's go. Let's-
Peace. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Peace.